If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio.
O-L-O-D, the scourge uptown. Olofa, the arrow shooter. Afi Alakbangbo, Daju Ijaru, user of the con to cause more confusion. Listen, and you shall hear me in the wind. No, it is my thunder that gives a warning in the dark. Do not dare deny me through false tongue, my daughters. Do not anger me with fences of blindness, for you must run wild and free of injustice to celebrate me, and it is you who must call forth the storm's change. You are now listening live and always in archive at your leisure and convenience to the Divine Prince, Pan-African spiritualist, practitioner, author, and advisor, Elagu Oloye Hudu Obea Bokor sharing with you in all things spiritual, mystical, metaphysical, cosmic, evolutionary, revolutionary, healing, and holistic from a pan-African hoodoo world spiritualist perspective, understanding that all is truly and indeed a blessing. You can just see beyond the veils, for it is all just an illusion and a test and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle this is my constant prayer, my mantra, affirmation, reverberation, reiteration, and my ever-living reality. It is crucial to the very foundation of my understanding, my teaching, my walk, my work, my ultimate demonstration along this divine, all-blessed life path and journey. It is how I, the Divine Prince, make sense out of all that we are challenged with here in our daily existence on Mother, Father, Earth, and it is my personal place of power and understanding, that place from where I begin, the place from where I realize and crystallize all my endeavors, understanding that I and I alone create and co-create my divine destiny, and I and I alone create and co-create my divine, all-blessed reality. And so it is, I say, today is Tuesday, January Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, 2019, and I am emanating and vibrating with you and for you live, virtually, verbally, cosmically, quantum, universally from this working temple of the House of the Divine Prince, Thai Potions, Hulu Central, Black Art Voodoo, in this legendary, historic, beautiful, and most enchanted city in America, New Orleans. Louisiana, the land of my ancestors and those who came before me along this spiritualist who do obey a life path and journey, passing down the great opiate along with the knowledge of healing life-giving herbs root. Please do continue to join me here at high noon U.S. Standard Time, along with Awo Baba Ojalola Fa Sakin, broadcasting from Augusta, Georgia. I am broadcasting always live and in archive at your leisure and convenience from New Orleans, Louisiana at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divide hyphen prince. Our call in and listen in number is area code 347-215-8967. 347-215-8967. Please quickly do press the number one on your telephone keypad. 
I'll be more than happy to bring you into the conversation. Also be mindful that I can be reached utilizing various means, centrally located at www.houseofthedivineprince.com. All is truly and indeed a blessing. I want to continue our conversation by speaking more specifically today to spirit, manifesting spirit. We all manifest spirit. One of the first things that we learn to do in my mind as a child, as an infant, when we don't quite have the words yet, when we don't quite understand the, the, the system, the order of things, the protocols, all the things that, that are ultimately placed upon us as we grow and develop into not only ourselves, but also into culture and society. And so one of the very first things that we learn to do is project emotion, project energy, project spirit, and to see and feel and experience the world through spirit. So when we talk about manifesting spirit, we're talking about a greater degree of awareness of not only what spirit is, we introduced that into the conversation on yesterday, the, the, the nature of spirit, but also now how to utilize it, how to direct something that we are now consciously aware of manifesting spirit. We manifest spirit in darkness and in light. We all have some knowledge of a person who, in anger, goes into another place, another realm, if you will. Sometimes we say they black out. We also know and understand periods of joy and escalation and excitement, which can cause people to transcend regular, uh, normal, everyday reality and can, and again, pierce other shared inter, intra-dimensional spaces in which we all exist and have our being. It is our awareness of spirit. Um, I believe that makes the difference. Baba are you with me, beloved? Would you would you agree with that? Uh yes. Um I'm here. Uh wanna introduce myself for those who might not know. Uh this is our old Jalola Johnny Fasha King and I'm coming to you live from Augusta, Georgia. Uh I want to first uh, give thanks to all of the Mari, to Ifa, to all Orisha and Orumale, my ancestors in Egbe, and the Great Mothers. And I pray that we all have long life, good health, good spouses and good children, good homes and good businesses, and that we have peace, love, harmony, and happiness and abundant prosperity with victory over all adversity and victory over all enemies. And that we have all great blessings in life, Hashem. Um, for those who want to reach me, uh, you can reach me by email 
at awoojalolaifashaki gmail.com that's A-W-O dot O-J-E L-O-L-A dot I-F-A-S-A K-I-N at gmail.com and I can also be reached via Facebook um, name on Facebook is Ojelola Hajani Fashaki now, continuing on where uh, you were headed, which is talking about uh, spirit and uh, manifestation of it, um, in Ifa, there is a recognition of Ori, which is the essence of all of the Mare God within us. That is our spirit. That is our soul. And that is the most important of spirits, most important of Orisha that we all have. Uh, We've got um, other Orisha that guide us and help us throughout every day and and all the, the things that we do in life. But the number one is our own spirit, the essence of all of the Mari within us. I share. Beloved, you might want to turn the music down a little bit. I, I'm hearing the music more than you. Oh, okay. No problem. And we are, as always, truly grateful for um, your being available at high noon to join us here in this square circle, uh, but also for the wealth of information that you bring with you as it relates to Ifa and Ifa culture. Uh, we can look at many indigenous world traditions, cultures, systems, if you will, and see a presence of of spirit, divine spirit. Um, one might even say uh, creator gods, spirits that might represent um, good or evil, uh, but a, a core source of spirit. And we talked yesterday a great deal about um, um, the nature of spirit, and, and please feel free to bring um, more information about that as well to the conversation. But we also want to talk about manifesting spirit. Um, often, I find in human nature, we tend to want to manifest and tap spirit, uh, as we suggested on previous shows, and when we're in great duress, um, when we're under pressure, when our back is against the wall. And there will often be more opportunities to experience the demonstration of spirit in that fashion, uh, then let's say our most positive, joyful uh, moments. I was taught that there is more Sopo in the air than it is Ire. There's more misfortune, if you will, challenge, if you will, present as an energy in the world. Some might even say, Baba, that that might be masked behind in dark matter and that there is more of this sort of challenging 
enduring energy in the universe than there is that which we call the blessing, that which we call positive, that which we we uh, uh, view it as as the the highs, if you will, in our uh, experience on on Earth. So it's when we're challenged the most, whether it be in sickness, whether it be in our finances, whether it be in our housing, whether it be in, in activities surrounding our, our children or our spouses, that we tend to want then to not only seek spirit, seek Mawa Lisa, seek Olodumare, seek God, our goddess, if you will, the ancestors, but now we want something to happen. Now we need a manifesting of spirit. And many traditions propose to have some key to calling up spirit, manifesting spirit. Uh, evangelicals call it, you know, bringing down the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, uh, if you will. Uh, in voodoo, uh, particularly Haitian and New Orleans voodoo, that shows up in the possession and spirit making itself not only felt at the emotional level, but then wanting to show up in a more uh, tangible way uh, for the participants to not only have some experience, some feeling of connection with, with, uh, with the divine or with spirit, but then some result-oriented manifestation of that thing. When being in those challenged moments, we seek manifestation of spirit. And so how would you say that that is is showing up today in Ifa, uh, particularly in a modern context when people tend to want their most uh, carnal, immediate uh, needs met? Uh, How would you say that that is showing up today in, in a modern context in Ifa? Well, it shows up in, in the requests that people have. Uh, as you said, they want their immediate needs met. They want uh, things manifested right away. And when you want things manifested right away, uh, again, the, the most important Orisha to call on is Ori. But then second to that is our ancestors because ancestors respond very quickly to our needs. And the reason why they do is that is their job. They are here specifically to help us and in doing so, they earn elevation to a higher level to eventually become Orisha. Um, we have this saying in society, I lost my head. And and it's, it's curious to me as to maybe even the origins of where that saying comes from, I lost my head. Because when I hear you talk about your first line of defense, particularly in a challenged moment, it's going to be your head. And if you are uh, have lost your cool, have lost your head, have lost your ability in, in that moment 
to be consciously aware of your connection to spirit. Uh, I, I would suggest that then there's a door open now, a portal open now for spirit or spirits to enter the equation that you didn't ask for, that you aren't necessarily in control of. And in those moments when a person has uh, let's say lost their head and is not conscious in that moment uh, of Ori and their relationship to Ori, what happens next? Um, do you need to rephrase that question for me real quickly? <laughs> if a person is kind of lost. In the, if the, if the person is in the challenge moment, if the person's back is against the wall, if the person is angry, emotional, uh, excited, elated, and has lost touch with their head, we have this thing in Western culture, I lost my head. In that moment, I lost my head, and I did something, committed an act, acting in a way beyond you know, my normal uh, uh, range of activity in any particular given place or thing. And so a person is not in that moment, is not uh, in touch with Ori, is not conscious of Ori, what then happens next? What what spirit and or spirits then are being allowed to enter the equation to ultimately perfect the outcome? affect the outcome of that particular uh, event. Okay, I can't emphasize enough the importance of Ori. And if a person has lost their head, so to speak, the first thing to do is get them back in touch with their head. There's no getting around Ori because no Orisha, no other spirit, can help you unless your ori is open to it. And if you've just lost your head, you're lost, period. Right? I want to um, give you a short prayer for ori. This is from um, from the ODI It says, if you want to have money, inquire of your head. If you want to start trading, Inquire of your head. If you want to build a house, inquire of your head. If you want a relationship, inquire of your head first. My head, please do not shut the gate. It is you that I'm coming to. Come and make my life prosperous. Ashe. So anything you want, you turn to your ori first. And even in the process of Ifa divination, when I sit down to divine for somebody, one of my prayers in preparing for a divination is that this person's ori be open to receiving the messages of Ifa. Was if the ori is not open to it, nothing will work. Like I said, there is no getting around ori. You absolutely must have it 
must be in touch with it in order for it to work, for, for the work to work. And um, Ori is Olodomari within you. And I'll give you a uh, an example in prayer of the oneness of Ori and Olodomari. It is Ori that made me. It is not a human. It is my God. It is Ori that made me. The Ori of Agbe made Agbe. The Ori of Aluko made Aluko. It is not a human. It is the creator that made me. It is not a human. It is Olodomari that made me. Now you notice in that prayer to Ori, Olodomari and Ori are used interchangeably. That's because they are one and the same. You must be in touch with Olodomari, which means you must be in touch with your Ori. Again, if somebody is, uh, if somebody has lost their head, somebody has um, lost communication with the Ori, they must be put back in touch with it. Now, in addition to prayers, there is also the ritual of Ibori, which is honoring the head. And uh, in Lukumi, they don't really do Ibori. They do what you call a head rogation, which is uh, very, hang on a second. It just scratches the surface of what Ibori is. Because Ibori is cleansing and honoring the head and also communicating with the head. Because there's divination done in that process to find out what Ori's message is for you. Right? And this helps uh, keep or keep or establish communication with Ori and the person. You, you cannot ignore Ori. You cannot expect good things to happen if you're not in touch with Ori. You cannot expect good things to happen if your Ori is not open to the blessings that await you. Ashe. Ashe, and it is indeed for this reason why I say we create and recreate our reality. So when the rubber of the road and you are back into a corner or you are at the crossroads of a particular challenge. Um, you know, you're about to lose your job, you're about to lose your housing, you're about to lose your income, or someone might be ill. Often in these moments, people aren't in a state of meditation. They are not in a state of prayer, uh, and they are often desperate for an answer or, or a solution or a response. What today I describe as a manifestation of spirit, and so we indeed must be prayed up, as church folks say, be of a certain mind, as folks say. But when you're angry 
or in a state of, of, of joy and you're not thinking clearly. And, again, I use the phraseology, losing our head. Uh, I, I lost my head, and before I knew it, I hit her. Uh, I lost my head, and, and before I knew it, I said something I couldn't take back. And, and it is in those moments, those flash moments of our consciousness where we have to apply who we are and what we know. We often don't have time for prayer or ritual or ceremony. That, that's something we, we should have already done or that's something that, that should have been done yesterday, if you will. But in that moment, then we create and we create our reality. And people say, well, well, what does that mean? I didn't make the car accident happen. I didn't make my employer fire me in that moment. I didn't make my partner cheat on me or, 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 or create an offense that my relationship won't survive. But indeed, we create the lesson in our lives by what we project energetically back out into the universe. So we not only interact w- with spirit, we create and recreate spirit as a reverberation that then returns back into us. Today's society is geared towards me, myself, and I, my needs, my wants, what gratifies and satisfies me. And unfortunately, it permeates retail. It permeates many of the the environments in which many employees exist within, where a corporate head or corporate owner is is fulfilling their dreams. And you are barely making it from check to check, from week to week, um, to meet your most basic needs, let alone fulfill a dream. A, a desire, a, a, a cultural uh, uh, product of, of value. And so we find ways to invoke spirit. We can invoke spirit through prayer. We can invoke uh, spirit through mantra. We can invoke spirit through through reminding ourselves of a, of a, of a better time, a better scenario by envisioning a better time a better scenario, but in those moments when your back is against the wall, when you're seeking a result, when you're at the crossroads, when you're down to the last $15 in your bank account, people are truly, Baba, seeking a way to not only experience spirit. Um, And much of what we, you and I, uh, describe to the listener sounds like homework. Prayer sounds like something that takes time. Studying sounds like something that takes time. Learning something something new and, and a new order of things uh, in their mind sounds like something that takes time in this environment of, of quick and easy, instantaneous, microwave-like society. And so people then start seeking quicker, easier ways of, of so-called manifesting spirit, not understanding, uh, as you uh, eloquently described uh, in, in, in what you said, that we walk in spirit literally 24 hours a day, and it is what you do before the crossroads that 
ultimately affects what happens within the crossroads and then on the other end of that. The idea that we can somehow seek God or seek spirit once a month or once a year. I had a client tell me they see their Bible aisle once a year and have a general divination done. And then the rest of the year, um, spirits in a great deal of chaos and are seeking assistance from, you know, the readily available practitioners um, online um, in, in whatever degree of experience um, and, and are not getting the solution, are not getting the result. And then when things get extreme, um, we make ourselves victims. And, and, and so you then get the client who, who claims has spent so much money and so much time and so much loss, you know, in, in moving through a block. We have to get people to understand the reality of our, our connection to spirit, how we exist within spirit, and then how we manifest spirit at, at any given time or place. Right. Now, uh, what you say in your introduction is very significant uh, regarding, you say that uh, you create and co-create your destiny and you create and co-create your reality. People don't realize how very significant that is, right? In, in both positive and negative ways. Mm-hmm. If you if you fail to do something that you need to do, there's going to be negative repercussions from that. Mm-hmm. And if you do something that you are supposed to do, do something that you have to do, there's going to be a positive outcome from that. So whatever decisions you make and the things that you do, it affects your destiny, reaching your destiny, and it affects what your reality is. You cannot change the people around you. But what you have control over is how you react to it. And that Builds your reality that either takes you toward your destiny or moves you away from it. And people yeah. really need to keep that in mind. And, um, take, for instance, the person, as you said, who goes to see their Babalao once a year, and then they're in basically turmoil throughout the rest of the year. They are setting themselves up for that by only seeing the Bible Law once a year. Because they get to a point where things are in crisis. And they're like, help me. And they have really shut themselves out. They have shut their own ori out. Because things have gotten so bad. And they're looking for outside help. Thing is, no outside help can come to you. 
if your ori is not straight. The Babalao, who is competent, will make sure that you are in touch with your ori so that his work can manifest and so that the things that you pray for can manifest. This is absolutely essential. And I can't say it enough. There is no way around or read. You can't set out to do anything without or read. And you must be in communication and in harmony with your own ori. That it's it's your destiny, it's your reality, which, as you said, you create and co-create. That's that's gospel, really. I can't tell you how often um, I encounter individuals who wholeheartedly have given over their destiny to the Babalao, to the Ianifa, to the Mambo, to the Hogan, uh, to the point that when it rains, it's the responsibility of, of the practitioner. Uh, when, when the sun is out, it's the responsibility of the, of the practitioner. Um, and it's alarming that Self-empowerment, even in this this society of me, myself, and I, the the work associated with self-empowerment is still not considered an equal part of that equation of having and maintaining that thing that you want and or desire. Um, And so in that environment of – go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to say something. That thinking where you turn over basically your life, your destiny, to the spiritual practitioner, some of that is the fault of the practitioners because it's how they practice. A lot of people out there, a lot of practitioners want the people to be totally dependent on them. And they build that dependency. The thing is, unless you are helping this person stand on their own two feet, you are not doing a proper job as a spiritual practitioner. I'll say that again. Unless you are helping the client to stand on his or her own two feet, you are not doing your job as a spiritual practitioner. Now, some people may take offense for that. Uh, to that, I'm gonna put it plainly: I don't give a damn. You have got to help people, and having them depend 100% on you is not helping them. Thing is. If you want your clients to be coming back to you and you want them to refer other clients to you, you've got to give them positive results, not keep them coming back to you out of need. 
you keep them coming back to you out of respect and appreciation. They respect you because you help them through something and you help them realize that they need to depend on themselves. You help them get in touch with their RE. You help them realize what the process is to reach their destiny and what the process is in creating their reality. When people see this, they will come to you because they know you are doing good work and you are truly helping them stand on their own two feet. As opposed to the uh, crisis mentality where the person turns to you for help when things are going totally haywire. And when things go totally haywire, people usually are not in communication with their ORE. They're not in harmony with their ORE. And that makes the diviner's job more difficult. That's where you end up with Ebo that ends up costing almost $1,000 because of all the work that needs to be done. But if you go to see the Babalao more regularly and the Babalao is helping you stay in touch with your Ori, the cost of your Ebo is going to be much less because your well, <laughs> me, because your situation is not as severe. People have got to take responsibility for themselves. And the Babalao has to make sure that the client realizes this. Ashe. Congo Square. The Omus Indians, the Omus Indians prepared this place for us centuries before our arrival. A sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. The Omus Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival. Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. And as the colonizers came, our host, the Omus Indians, they pushed aside our host. The colonizers came and pushed aside our host and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Les Places de Congo, we somehow, and the how of our somehow persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment. But nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space 
where we could be free to be we. And thusly, thusly we countered the sacrilegiousness of the French, giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. 